The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our epistle reading for this past Sunday, which was the 10th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Romans chapter 8, verses 28 to 30, where the Apostle Paul was inspired to write, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his Son, that, we might, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. My dear friends in Christ, these words of the Apostle Paul give us some great words of comfort when you think about how God does everything in our lives like he does. God does it all for us. Well, in eternity, what God did is God chose us to be his own. He predestined us to be a part of his believing family, to be his believing children, but God didn't just before the Lord, the creation of the world say, I want you, I want you. He also kept on working in our lives. And, well, in our lives, Paul says, those God predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. What Paul's doing is he's outlining some of what God does in the course of our lives as he's, as he's doing all things for our salvation. Everything that we need to get ready for eternal life in heaven so that we're ready for eternal life. But now, what we can say is that in the presence, what God does is God makes all things serve our good. Paul said, we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Oh, maybe it seems that that's a passage that we need to hear a lot right now and, well, really throughout the course of our lives, especially as we're faced with life's trials and troubles. Through faith, what God does is he reveals to us that he, our gracious God, makes everything that happens in our lives and every event that happens in world history, it's all somehow or other working together for the eternal good of those who love him, of those who are believing children of God. He's making them work together for our eternal good, to serve the best interests of our eternal souls. And what that means, of course, is that in this life, there really isn't such a thing as luck or fate. It's God working. In God, it's God working because in the present, God makes all things serve our good. This verse gives us such a wonderful promise from God. No, what, no matter what happens in our lives, even if it seems to be something that's really terrible, really disastrous, we have God's word telling us that those supposedly terrible events somehow or other work together for our eternal good. 
according to God's set purpose, he says. God's master plan results in everything somehow or other fitting together to work for our good in this life, focusing on our eternal life in heaven. But of course, there will be those times when we can't understand how that works, how that is working, or see how God's good is being done. But then what we'll want to do is just look to God's word all the more to build up and strengthen our faith, to keep us from doubting or questioning what God says, because God doesn't lie. He says, in all things, he's working together for your good. And you can trust in that promise. In the present, God makes all things work for our good. In our lives, we'll often wonder how the trials and troubles that are a part of our lives really fit into God's plan and serve his good purposes like that. We may be tempted to complain or doubt that that really is the case. But we who by God's grace believe in Jesus can really be sure that that is the case. That's what the scriptures say. Oh, there was a Christian man who lost his home and a mill when a flood washed them away. He was brokenhearted and discouraged as he looked at the destruction that was all around him, as he saw the, his loss, the loss of his home and of his mill. But then he saw a glittering object that was uncovered by the floodwaters. And amazingly, it was gold. The disaster that he thought made him a beggar actually made him terribly wealthy. Sometimes God lets trials or troubles come into our lives to remind us how much we need God, to get us to think about how we need to pray more to our God, and maybe to remind us that we're just strangers here on this earth and that this isn't our real home. But if God does allow trials and troubles into our lives to afflict us, we can always rest assured that somehow or other there's spiritual gold ahead. Maybe not millions of dollars, maybe not real gold, but spiritual gold. Real good for us in our lives, in our pathway to our eternal lives. We may never actually find that spiritual gold ourselves, but it's always going to be there. That's God's promise. We may not be able to actually get that gold, like I said, but it really is going to be a great day when we can, if God allows us to look back on our lives and we'll be able to say, wow, it really is true. Everything all fit together and it all focused together to get me on that path and keep me on that path that leads to my eternal life. If God allows us to look back, that's going to be the case. But 
even if we can't actually see that it did work out that way, it did. It is working out that way. Because in the present, God makes all things serve our good. That's his promise. Oh, there are some great superstar athletes who really seem to be able to do it all. And, and their presence on a team, sometimes that almost seems as if it could win victories for the team. But even the best athletes have their bad days. But our gracious God, he's like the perfect athlete who never has a bad day. And because he is God, because he is our gracious and loving God, he always has great days. And he's always working for our good. He's always doing what's best for us. He never has a bad day. He never gets tired. He never gets injured or too old to be able to take care of us. How blessed we are because our gracious God really does it all for us and for our eternal salvation in eternity. He chose us to be his own. In time, he has done all things for our good. And in the presence, he makes all things serve our good. Everything in our lives work together for our good. And we can respond. We know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. He works for our good. We couldn't be in any better hands. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, thank you for choosing us to be your believing children and for doing everything for us so that we can ultimately be with you forever in heaven. By grace are we saved through faith. It's not our works that save us, it's your work that saves us. Thank you for your gracious work. Thank you for making everything work together in our lives for our eternal good. Help us now to live as your believing children and witness to everyone we can about our Savior, Jesus. We pray in his name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.